Welcome to Belief Beat, where we talk about things that matter with people who matter. We're going to be joined in this particular episode by three people who we last talked to in May 2020. And I guess I'd call it a cliffhanger ending because it was three seniors in high school from our congregation, and they had no idea what their future held for them at that point. I mean, I'm pretty sure they knew they were going to get a diploma, but they had no idea there was going to be a graduation ceremony. I think proms and stuff like that were already canceled, but the summer was kind of a kind of a mystery. And then they were all headed off to college in the fall. And what would that be like? So I, I think we'll pick it up where we dropped it off. So this this group of people uh, is Mitch Miller, Ryan Johnson, and Stephanie Verrett, uh, who were good enough to talk to us back in May. And uh, it's really cool that they share a little bit of their lives now as we catch up to them in March 2021. Uh, Mitch, are you willing to take a first stab at that, kind of what happened uh, to you after we last talked? And I guess the one other thing I'd have each of you add to that is, you know, what happened? And then when you look back on it, kind of, I don't know, emotionally, spiritually, whatever, how do you feel you handled it? So kind of open-ended on that. Mitch, go for it. Well, as far as graduation went, we had a little ceremony in the parking lot. But Ryan and I, we were coaching a youth baseball team, 11-year-olds, and we were unable to make it together. But we had our own little celebration, and some of the parents brought cookies, and we kind of celebrated in Wisconsin Dells. And that was a lot of fun. Um, I'd say this journey overall, it's been really just, I guess, just believing that everything will be all right, you know? Like, no matter what happens, you have people there for you to help you. And if you rely on them, you'll get through it. Hey, tell people where you are. I don't think, uh, maybe last spring you said where you were going, but where, where are you going to school? Uh, I'm at Winona State University in Winona, Minnesota. And I play baseball here as well. Good. I'm undecided with my major as well. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, Stephanie, how about you? Summary of yeah. your life? over the last 10 months and how do you feel you handled all of that? Yeah, so my name is Stephanie Varen. I am um, a current freshman at Georgetown University in Washington, DC. Um, as far as the beginning of the pandemic and since we last talked, um, I had a drive-through graduation. Um, it was honestly a much better, um, I would say, time than I would expect a regular graduation to be because there's a lot of formalities with regular regular graduation there were a lot of people rooting for the class of 2020 as well and a lot of people that wanted us um, wanted good for us um, and so i actually really liked the drive-through graduation it wasn't under good circumstances but um it was a good ceremony yeah. and yeah. then um i had a pretty normal summer i was working um at a day camp that was outside, so there were no mask restrictions or anything like that. Um, we still had church events that were outside and socially distanced, um, but it it was it was weird. And um, during the beginning of the pandemic, it was very emotionally taxing. Um, and there were times when you were like doing okay, coasting, and then it just like hits you how much 
was uh, was like stolen from you and there are a lot of losers in this situation it's not just the class of 2020 that was um at a disadvantage obviously there are a lot of people that are losing really great times in their life but it's been hard to reconcile not really getting the closure on the end of your childhood and then kind of being pushed into adult life so Ryan, you're the last one to take a little stab at it. Pick up the story somewhere last May. Yeah, so similar to Mitch, obviously, like, uh, we lost our sports seasons. We both played baseball together um, and then track for me as well. And yeah. we actually got lucky enough to, A, coach this baseball team that Mitch talked about already. So we got, like, a pseudo season through them. And then our coach also set up a summer league with some local um, other high school teams and a couple club, uh, one or two club teams. So we also got to play a summer league baseball, um, which we ended up getting second, if I remember correctly, um, to uh, Grant Ross actually had the winning run, um, who's a fellow member of our uh, congregation, if people oh, know yeah. that. He's on the other team. Oh, um, man. Uh, and oh. then we church, like Stephanie said, was always great, like to come to the, the once a week outdoor sessions that we always had and just like be able to see everyone, have a good time. Um, just a small group of friends who like just hang out like like a couple times a week and just having a good time up until we got to college and it was a I, I had a pretty pretty nice summer with my family too and just we had a, a bunch of people home um, Nicole and Rachel were home for a while so we kind of had a good time here as well just playing games so I had a pretty pretty fun summer before I went to college and uh, where have you ended up oh yeah I'm in a uh, Madison uh Right now, on the lakeshore side. Uh, okay, okay. Well, so we've caught up a little bit with where you were and to where you are now. Um, so maybe we'll start with you on this one, Stephanie. So just kind of from a functional standpoint, tell us, you know, what what's Georgetown been like as a school this year? Were you in person? Were you virtual? Did you get COVID? Did like your I don't know if you have a roommate or how that works, but I mean, just how's all that stuff kind of gone for you this, this year? Yeah. Um, about three weeks before we were supposed to move in and be on campus um, for the fall of 2020, we got word that Georgetown was canceling all in-person classes. They weren't bringing anyone back to campus, um, et cetera, et cetera. That was really hard news um, to get, especially because so much of our, senior year had been ruined and now it was yeah. progressing into our first year of college um and so i immediately got some texts from um friends that i had made through like the facebook page and virtually um that said uh like do you want to move to dc and we should get people together so we can move in together um etc cetera, etc cetera. and i was fortunate enough um, to be able to move to DC, even um, doing virtual classes and really getting to experience the city. Um, and so I lived with five roommates in a three bedroom apartment, actually not in DC proper, but um, right outside in Arlington. And wow. it was a it was a really amazing experience. Um, election day and the following days after that, they were wild. Um, I was also in town for the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I attended her vigil, and that was a really powerful moment. Um, and it's a really powerful city, so I really enjoyed my time in the fall. Um, and then late 
in um, that semester, we also heard word that we weren't going to be welcomed back for this semester, the spring semester either. Um, it was to be expected, um, but we are completely online still, and classes have been going okay. Um, I've been performing well in my classes, um, but it's just it's not the same in terms of an educational experience. Um, I have gotten COVID. I actually, I went so long without getting it. I worked with so many little kids over the summer that I was positive were, they were, that they were going to infect me. Um, but I actually got COVID about three weeks ago. So I had made it so long and then um, my immune system succumbed yeah, to the virus. But, um, and so that was, my symptoms weren't too bad, but I was definitely sick. Um, and then in terms of what Georgetown is doing for its freshmen, it, I, I really do think that the university is doing its best um, while trying to do the right thing in terms of um, the pandemic. But there's not too much that they've been doing in order to kind of acclimate us, which is unfortunate. Wow. So if you're living with five other people, how did, I mean, what did you do when you had COVID? Did you somehow quarantine yourself or like what'd you do yeah so last semester i lived with it was five of us total four other people and that was in arlington this semester we moved to west end which is right next to georgetown in washington proper um, i have two roommates and i actually got covid from another person living in my building and so i just moved up there um, and lived with him for a couple days it crashed on his couch um, and we just had we had covid together um, so it wasn't too bad. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're better. Wow. So uh, Ryan, tell us about same thing in the world of uh, Madison. Uh, Madison did let us come onto campus, so we all moved in. Um, the first week was actually pretty crazy. There's just so many people around. Everyone trying to get to know each other. Um, like it was super nice out. So people were outside playing all sorts of games and you were just like talking to everyone you saw, which is crazy. Um, but it's been, it was mostly virtual in the fall. Um, I think I don't have a percentage, maybe like 80% of classes are probably online if I had a guess. Um, I had one in person, which is actually uh, kind of nice is half of it was in person. Um, and it was just kind of like nice to be able to go to the building. Um, this semester I did not get any in-person classes at all virtual. It was a lot more just sitting in um, my dorm. Um, I have not got a, gotten COVID. My roommate actually got it and I still didn't get it. Um, and our schools, uh, they're definitely like trying to set stuff up for people to go to. still. But, like they're trying to like limit the numbers of people there. Like I'll get emails all the time about like stuff I can go attend. Um, but they're like sign up stuff with like small amount of numbers of people. Um, I think the school is doing a pretty good job too. They're, they're trying to, uh, like be flexible with what happens like if a dorm increases like the amount of cases they try to like limit people who can go like in and out of that dorm and like where you can actually go so they're trying to um be more like, controlling about it which can be nice but kind of be frustrating at sometimes yep. um and i would say classes i i kind of like i don't mind online classes it kind of allows me to do stuff at my own pace more which i kind of like mm -hmm. and sometimes either like feeling behind or feeling like too far ahead or like just ready to go into the next subject. But um, I think uh, it's definitely just been like a little quiet, uh, especially towards the winter as the temperature kind of cooled off, like just less people outside 
and just like felt like there's less stuff to do, but it's still been fun. So just for you personally, when you, when you get all these like kind of uh, invitations to things that you can do, uh, have you done any of them or without like people contact is there, is it not interesting to you? Uh, I feel like a lot of it, I just have not been really interested in because I don't know, like, I just feel like there's so small people about going and I don't know, like no one else like would probably do it. And then a lot of stuff was online too. Like they have online movie nights where they basically stream a movie and like a zoom call, I think and then you can all like connect and watch at the same time, which just like feels a little weird and feels like if I really want to do that, I can just like turn one on like the TV that we have in our room or something else. Right. Right. Um, at, so I'll just ask you as long as you're talking, Ryan, uh, on an average day, how much time would you say you're in front of a screen, either studying or in a class on a weekday? On a weekday? Um, I have like two, three classes that are usually between an hour and hour and a half. And then I also have most of my readings. I do, or I do them online because they do their articles or some book they share with us online. Um, so probably like four or five hours just doing schoolwork. And then if I want to play like video games, that number can probably increase to like six to seven, which is a lot of screen time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had no sense of if it would be, uh, a lot more or less than that, but that, that actually kind of sounds about right. I mean, given what you're, what you're doing and how many classes you're taking. How about mm -hmm. you, you, Mitch? Uh, catch us up on you, uh, in-person, virtual, all that stuff. Well, uh, our campus has both in-person and virtual, and I had one in-person class in the fall semester, but the cases got bad enough to where all in-person classes were then turned virtual. So since then, I've had an all-virtual schedule. Um, beginning of September, I had COVID. I think it was like September 5th, I got it. And so uh, a lot of us baseball guys had it as freshmen. So we were able to quarantine together. <laughs> and uh, I was quarantined over my birthday, which was a bummer. Oh. But uh, thankfully, I didn't have any serious symptoms. I was just tired. That's really it. Oh. Um, as far as baseball happened, how that worked with COVID is we really didn't start until the beginning of October playing baseball in the fall. And it was a whole lot different than it's supposed to be. Uh, just self scrimmages. We couldn't play against any other schools as like practices or whatever. Um, as far um, as the campus atmosphere, there's a lot of things that just seem dead across campus. Like it's a five by five block and usually it's flooded with people walking to classes and, when I'm going to walk to the gym to go to practice, it's just completely dead. And I, I can only imagine what it would have been like if we had everybody here. Um, our baseball season is starting on schedule. We started two weeks ago and uh, got off to a good start. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Keep going, Mitch. Uh, so now, now that you have most of this year behind you, when you, when you think about it, 
has it been harder than you thought it might be easier what would you say i think at the beginning of the first semester like especially having covid and just being tired i didn't have a lot of like will to like really stay on top of my work and i started to fall behind and i think you have to learn how to be a student on virtual first so this semester is going a lot better than the first semester like you have to really be on top of your game and if you get on top of it early then you can do other things you enjoy you know um so the second semester is definitely better than the first and i think just overall having a plan of attack for virtual classes helps a lot better than not really knowing what to do for a semester. Well, I think that's true of college in any circumstances is that, I mean, suddenly it's kind of all on you and you have to figure out a plan. And I, you know, I would think that's one of the hardest things about being a freshman is, you know, how quickly do you kind of realize that and then get on top of it? Did, were you, Mitch, were you ever, were you just lonely at any point or, or hasn't that really been an issue for you? I would say it's all, it's pretty lonely. I mean, I, I'm in a room with three other guys, so I get interaction with me and the other freshmen here. But besides that, like, I haven't been able to go out and like meet other people in my class. And I've had some upperclassmen tell me that freshman year you go and you meet other people besides baseball players. And that really hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like we're missing out on a lot. And, you know, it does get lonely at times, especially being this far away from home. It's so hard to go home and see my family whenever I want. I'm sure Stephanie is the same way. Can't really far away. But, but you I mean, Winona is a fairly compact community. So, um, I mean, if you're not getting out into that, that that's kind of the limit of, of what you could be doing. Uh, Stephanie, you, you started talking about this a little bit, but kind of touch on the same thing. Um, uh, for one thing, you had to arrange your own housing. Uh, so has it been, it sounds like it's been a harder year than, than maybe anticipated, or how do you look at it now in, in retrospect? Academically, it's been easier than I thought, honestly. That's good. Um, at, like you said, there's definitely a learning curve to not only virtual learning, but also college in general. You ha really have to work up your own intrinsic motivation. Um, and being, I was one of the students in high school that could coast and do well. Um, and so kind of being thrown into um, the collegiate experience with schoolwork um, was definitely a shock, I would say. And Similar to Mitch, I'm doing a lot better this semester in terms of um, how I'm, not, not necessarily how I'm performing in school, um, but how I'm handling it. Um, socially and like mentally and emotionally, it's been very taxing. Um, and it's, you don't, it's one of those situations where you don't really realize how good you have it until it's gone. And that was really something that I was feeling at the beginning of the pandemic. It's still something I feel now having moved so far from home and almost feeling when I was at home, like, oh, I need to get out of the suburbs, blah, 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 blah. And then you get to the set city, you meet yep. people from all over the world and you realize how good you have it in the Midwest because you have, I call them the Coasties with my other Midwestern friend, um, but the Coasties. They are Coasties. They are Coasties. Um, they there's just a different attitude um, wherever you come from in 
not only in the States, but also the world, because we also have an international, a lot of international students at Georgetown. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely gets lonely sometimes. And it not only just because you, it's hard to like meet your people. And I've had the same best friends at home for, since sixth grade. And we never had, Mitch and Ryan both know who I'm talking about. Um, we've like never had any drama, never really had um, that big of like any issues or anything like that. And the pandemic really brought us closer together um, even more surprisingly. And so it was really hard to um, not lose them, but move away from them. And even Mitch and Ryan, Ryan have known since I was five years old, I think. And Mitch and I became really close, um, especially in high school. And so it's hard to recognize how good you have it at home, go back, um, see all these people again, especially like over winter break, and then kind of transplant yourself back um, to the East Coast. So. Um, it's a little whiplash, isn't it? I mean, I would say so. That's a lot emotionally. Um, uh, Ryan, how about you? How's it, how's it felt to you, I guess, as you've gone through it? Um, I would say at the start of the year, like in the fall, like I said, it's super warm and there's always people outside either playing like spike ball, there's people playing cornhole, um, ultimate frisbee, volleyball, like there's always just people doing stuff. So it felt like you could go just talk to anyone, go join any game and just like have a good time with them. But then as like it got colder, you definitely just like felt like more like trapped in your dorm. There's just like to do outside you weren't like allowed in other places. So maybe uh, then it got like a little just like quiet and just less people, especially because my dorm had a lot of people who moved out either to go to a different dorm or just ended up going home, which made it feel like the number of people in there just like shrank a lot. Um, I would say for actually school, school wise, because of like how nice it was and just wanting to meet people, um, I definitely probably didn't focus on my work enough. I was outside too much playing games and um, sometimes missing a class or two just because like there's a spike ball game going on. I want yeah. to go into just but, a class um, or two ride. I mean, yeah, just a class or two. And as the, uh, as this, I kind of set in like a couple of weeks, I kind of realized like I probably should be going to these classes a little more than I had been. And um, definitely like when it got colder and there's just lots to do, I focused more back in my school and I ended up doing like, well, but I would say it's probably was a little easier. just a little harder to manage. Like it's more self-motivation. Like once you like figure that out, it's pretty, pretty easy to control for me um well we we all appreciate your honesty on your uh, class attendance habits ryan that uh, if you're listening to this you can't see the fact that uh, we're all laughing at that and <laughs> stephanie is making various snide remarks on the chat box for it so um so uh, so i'm kind of curious uh so I'll go to Ryan on this one. Anything about this year that maybe worked to your benefit? Uh, uh, possible that, well, I'll just let you answer that, either, either with friends or with academics. I would say, again, I do not, uh, I actually kind of do like online school in a way because hmm. like it allows me to be more at my own pace, especially because yeah. a lot of people like record their classes which I figured out by not going to them. And so that I could rewatch them and like actually be able to like re-see everything when like if you miss something when they say it, you have to like go and ask them instead of just like rewatching it. Um, 
I also would say I actually kind of like having more alone time sometimes. So there's also times where like, it's kind of nice just not like having to see people where I just want to chill out in my room alone and just like not have like the pressure of like just going out and doing stuff with everyone all the time. Um, I would say that there's definitely parts of it that do just bother me though. Um, and like, there's some stuff like I just don't feel like I need to do or should be doing that the school wants me to do. But other than that, I would say it's, it's pretty fine for me. It benefits me in a couple of ways. Stephanie, anything positive about how this has played out? There doesn't have to be, but I'm just curious. Maybe recorded lectures. That's really the only thing I can think of. But um, otherwise, I definitely would say that we got pretty, pretty royally screwed. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's a succinct summary. How about you, Mitch? Um, I feel like I've had a lot of time to work on myself, right? I've got a lot of time to myself to be better, like habitually and just getting to a bedtime, like just working on myself just to be a better person overall, I guess, as well. And I think one of the benefits with the virtual classes is that when I'm out traveling for baseball, I'm not missing anything because I can just go on my phone and see the classes. And I think that's a good benefit that I might kind of hope for a couple of virtual classes next year to have the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see, Mitch, uh, let's kind of keep going with you on uh, just kind of a catch all uh, year in review sort of thing, college year in review. Uh, tell us a little bit about, let's see. For you, I'll give you a, uh, how's the food? And what's the most unique, strange, interesting thing about the Winona State campus? Well, the food, I'd say got old pretty fast. Like the first week, it was like heaven, getting into the cafeteria, like, oh, I can have whatever I want. You know, there's something new every day. And then after a while, it's just like, yeah. You know, I, I'd rather go out and go to a fast food place and get takeout than go to the cafe and eat the same cheeseburger and fries or something every day. Um, I think it's also just weird overall that a lot of places on campus are closed. Like you see a couple of halls are closed and uh, like it just feels empty, I guess, overall. I'd say that's... Oh. Wanna... Okay, fair enough. Uh, Ryan, how how's the food? Um, I know Madison has Greek life. How has that affected you, if at all? And uh, something unique about the Madison campus that you've discovered? Pick, um, pick any of those, or all of them. For the food, I'm a very picky eater. Personally, uh, I eat a lot of what I like, but I eat very few things. Um, so I actually like the food because they always have a lot of options for me, I feel. Like basics, like just basic cheeseburgers, chicken sandwiches, like chicken wings. Um, and then there's a, like a little subway shop in the dining hall, which is also like a minute away, like, like just a minute walk right across the street from my dorm. So I can get it very easily. Um, it's not like anything special, obviously, but it's, it's pretty good. It's edible. And um, it's just easy to grab stuff quickly, which is nice. Uh, I did not really look into Greek life. 
So none of that really um, affected me in any way. But the thing that I think is um, I have an odd and a cool thing. I really like those little robots. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, the little Starship robots that walk around Madison. They're these little like food delivery places that like if you're in a certain range, depending on the weather too, obviously, um, they just deliver the food for you. And that's actually nice if I'm like in a class and I want food. I'll let go on my phone quickly and then order like wings or a pizza from this place. That's like probably like a 15 to 20 minute walk. And then it just gets like, just gets delivered to me. So at the end of class I can go pick it from outside quickly. Um, and then the odd thing is just being at Madison so many times when I was younger for sporting like events and like basketball and football, not having that's like really weird. And then just also like, if you're ever, cause my sister Emily also goes to Madison. So sometimes we'll drive home together. And we can just go through the city so fast because there's no one walking around and like just the normal like amount of people know. you would see in Madison compared to now is just nothing. So we just like get through out in the city in like five minutes instead of like the normal 15 to 20 it would take. I'd kind of forgotten about just traffic issues suddenly disappearing. Nice. I forgot Mitch, did, is, is there Greek life at, at Winona? I couldn't tell you. I don't really know. I, think there might be not big enough that an impact on you right okay cool uh stephanie you've heard all of these kind of catch bag questions grab any ones you want um in terms of food that's one thing that i on it that returning to the did covid actually help in some way that might have been the only way because i have my own kitchen and i have a lot of um dietary restrictions and so being able to cook for myself and have my own meal plan, I guess, has been um, pretty good. Um, there is Greek life on campus. It's not really Georgetown affiliated. They don't really claim the sorority or fraternities, but um, they're there. Um, anyone that knows me knows that I'm not really a sorority girl. Um, and so they have not really affected me um in any way and i honestly couldn't really tell you anything cool or unique about the georgetown campus um because i'm not there you're not there so wow sorry <laughs> it is what kinda, it is it's kind of crazy you've done a year at georgetown and you've not really actually been there uh mitch i'm gonna go back to you and maybe all of you can think about this a little bit too um uh you, you just talked about working on yourself a little bit, which I thought was really cool. And where'd the drive for that come from within you? I'd just say, I mean, I'd say a lot physically, um, like putting on muscle and whatever for baseball and building strength to become a better baseball player. And I think also like after a rough first semester, I didn't really get to where I wanted to be academically. I figured a new routine and how to better myself both academically and athletically throughout this alone time I've had. Cool. Brian, any similar experience, stuff that you're, you decided to work on in the middle of all this? I actually like, I think Mitch is like perfectly like right. And just the idea of working on yourself, like it's something that crosses my mind a lot more when there's just not people there to push you as much, you know, especially like just going to a new environment. Like at home, I had like my friends I would work out with like for football, you know, and like sports that we would all just go right. together. And now like here, it's like, I don't have sports. Like, so if I want to work out, I got to 
take it more in my own self to do. Um, and just like, you see, you don't have your parents around, which is like, I don't need my parents to tell me to clean my room, you know? But like, sometimes it's like, you look at your room and you're like, oh, like, like my mom and dad were going to get mad if this is like dirty at home. But then when you're at college, it's like, it's gotta be more just on you. Like you're not doing it for someone else, maybe your roommate, I guess. But at the same time, it's just like, what is stuff that I can work on in my room or just like in my everyday life that can change? Because mm-hmm. there's just a lot of time, you know, you just sit in your room looking at your computer during class. Yeah. It's just always kind of, I mean, you have to sort through stuff a little bit in a way that you didn't previously. And um, uh, it can be really hard to do. So I, I, I'm, I'm impressed that you guys are, are thinking that way. Stephanie, like I, I know before you left, you had really changed your diet and we're doing mostly vegan. Is that something you've been able to stay with or how has that transitioned for you? Yeah, so I became vegan in January of 2020, um, and I'm still vegan, so it's been over a year now, um, and DC has a lot of like great places for eating out, but I um, am on a budget, and so I'm mostly doing my own cooking yeah. um, in that regard. But. Cool. Well, how about as, a, as an ending spot, so all three of you, you know, are or people of faith, you've been part of our program here. And I'm just kind of curious as to how has your faith evolved in this freshman year of yours? Um, you feel like it's been supported? Has it been tested? Has it changed in some ways? And then uh, for people who are listening, I gave them a, a little list of biblical characters that uh, I just asked them, do you, do you relate to this to one of these characters more than another. Um, so uh, Ryan, why don't I go to you first on that one? Um, so just uh, what's been your faith journey the last 10 months or so? And if you want to pick one of those characters, which one would you pick? And, and you don't have to, but I just thought I'd toss it out there. For the people who are listening, I gave them um, the options of Peter, someone who's bold but prone to mistakes, Thomas, who's skeptical, skeptical, Queen Esther, who works behind the scenes uh, and is super dedicated, Paul, who's always on a journey and likes it, and a Samaritan woman who didn't quite fit in but hadn't given up on finding the fit. So those were five personality possibilities. Anyhow, back to you, Ryan. Um. For me, for the, the faith part, it's just been like a new, I would say a, a new appreciation in a way. Because like, just not having the people from church and going to church like every weekend, like the one like I've always just gone to like my whole life and like not seeing them, like whenever I get a message from either Matt or just anyone else in church, like any of my friends who are still in senior high or even like people, uh, like two days ago, I found out Roddy Wistrom uh, was in one of my classes. I just saw him like his name and I'm like oh like that's cool like I know yeah. him from church like he's he's one of my friends and there he is. um I got a message um was it I think it was from Mrs. Rooney who asked me to do a reading um one week all like, right yeah. yeah and so that was just like like just being think of like thought of and like being able to, to kind of give back to like a community and just like do that was just kind of cool um for the characters I feel like there's part of me that wants to say the Samaritan woman because like, but I feel like it's not, not fitting in. I just feels like 
it's because we were like, there's always something missing that, you know, that feels in college right now, like missing experience. And so it's like, just kind of trying to find like what, like what needs to be made up to fit that like little missing part in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, um, a lot of missing parts at, at, in anybody's life, but I think especially when you're making as many transitions as you guys are making and there, you, you don't have the normal network and support you'd have. And so uh, I can see how you'd feel that. Stephanie? How about you on all that? Where's your faith journey gone in the last 10 months? I definitely feel as if it's easy to kind of get caught up with school and focusing on my social life here in, um, in DC. And so um, I don't think I could say it any better than Ryan. And it's kind of just a renewed appreciation for unity and all my friends at church. Um, and it's like crazy to think that it's March 11th now. My school was canceled. My high school was canceled on March 13th, or at least that's when we first right. yep. went virtual. And so I don't think I've been inside church for almost a year, um, which is crazy. I'm getting like a little bit emotional right now, especially considering it was like such a big part of my social life in high school um, with Ryan and Mitch and all my other friends from church. And these guys know how emotional I get <laughs> about um, <laughs> church and them especially and all my friends. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think um, there was a single like mission trip or like ski trip where I wasn't like in tears at the end because I just love them so much and I appreciate unity and Matt and the youth group so much. And so my heart like goes out to the people who are missing that right now as well. Like the current seniors or junior, sophomore, freshmen who don't get that experience. Um, and it makes me really sad for them. Um, so yeah, very appreciative of Unity and Matt and um, Mitch, Ryan, everyone else. Um, in terms of a character, let me like pull myself together real quick. In terms of a character, I would say anyone that knows me knows me knows that I'm like a very extroverted, outgoing person. Um, but I definitely do make mistakes along the way. So probably Peter, bold but prone to mistakes, and also um, the Samaritan woman a little bit. Like Ryan said, it's not. It's somewhat not fitting in, but not really fitting in, in terms of everyone here is the same and I'm different. Um, just everyone here is different. It's hard to find your people, um, but still working on it, so. Yeah. Mitch, I'll give you the last word on this one. What's been your faith journey in the last year or so? Well, I'd say it's definitely been tested. And, you know, like missing out on senior season of baseball was very hard, like, and just not having the full college experience. I'll never know what it's like to be a freshman here at an open campus. But I think you just have to, I'm going to go with the Paul here. You got to be on the journey and like it. You got to put your best foot forward. You got to know that God has a plan for you and that if you just follow it and you never know where it'll take you. and 
you go out on the journey, you do what you can with what you're given and go out and just trust that things will be all right. You know? Um, that's a, that's a really good place to, to leave it. Actually what all, all three of you said, um, I mean, none of us would wish this on our world or, or anyone, of course. Uh, but I kind of look at the three of you and I think, uh, because you've had a hardship in your life like this, which is a pretty significant one. I mean, it's been really stressful for everybody. Um, you know, it's going to give you resources for surviving and putting yourself into new situations that you might not have otherwise developed. And I'm sorry you had to develop them. You know, nobody's looking for that, but, uh, I think it will be uh, a strength for you in the future. It's kind of interesting you said what you said, Stephanie. I mean, last weekend was the first time we were back inside our buildings since the, the fall. And, um, you know, people were just really excited to be back inside a place that, that feels like home. Um, so uh, they were, you were with them in spirit at some level. And, um, uh, I would just say for people who are listening, uh, so I'm sitting here able to look at the screen at these three. And so uh, if you know them at some level, they, they haven't changed. They, they look like they always have. Uh, on the other hand, you all have changed and you're, you've grown. And I hope people who are listening realize that, that that growth is probably much more on the inside than anything I can see on the, on the outside. Um, I'm just really honored that you spent this time with us tonight. And uh, I know people will enjoy hearing your voices and hearing about your lives. And um, hopefully, maybe maybe we'll talk one more time in about two and a half years as you're getting ready to graduate and we'll uh, see what's all transpired between uh, now and then. Uh, for all of you who've been listening, thanks for being a part of Belief Beat. And, uh, We'll talk again soon, but for now, thanks so much to Ryan, to Stephanie, and to Mitch for being a part of our conversation tonight. You guys can each say good night or goodbye, and we'll take off. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thanks, everybody.